Hi, I'm Sami Contractor, and welcome to the Bipartisan Podcast. I'd like to preface this podcast and every future podcast I record by saying that as a Gen Z independent, my goal is to analyze the political landscape from my own perspective. Since I don't subscribe to a specific political party or ideology, my views are individual to me. If for one issue I come off as liberal and on the next I sound incredibly conservative, listeners can trust that my views are my own. Um, on today's episode, I wanted to talk about uh, something that happened recently in the news. It was um, Representative uh, Ocasio-Cortez, um, and she was in front of a predominantly black audience, and there have been, I guess, complaints from a lot of people that she was engaging in code switching. And they were using this sort of as a negative connotation, meaning that she shouldn't change the way that she speaks um, based on if she has a black audience in front of her, um, especially because she is not black. Um, A lot of people were comparing her speech to a speech that uh, Hillary Clinton gave, I think, in 2008 um, when she was running for president. Um, It was during the primary season, and she changed the way that she spoke in front of a black audience. And many were saying that that was unacceptable. Now, Ocasio-Cortez, as she uh, usually does, responded to some of these um, criticisms on Twitter. And she was essentially using code switching as a justification for why her tone changed, um, kind of referencing her background um, and her status as a minority, specifically as a Latino in this country, and how oftentimes from the places that she's lived in and the people she's interacted with, code switching has uh, been used by people like her to sort of fit in to um, break into social groups and uh, it's been something that's more so been necessary to um, essentially become a part of not only a specific group but really a a part of this country in a sense Um, it's a form of identity now I think you know my personal take on this is I I think that uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez bringing up uh, the idea of code switching definitely um leads to some healthy conversations about this. Um, I, I do think there's a certain dialect, a certain tone that's um, seen by the masses as being more favorable than uh, another type of tone or a, another type of dialect. What I mean by that is um, I, I think there are plenty of people in this country that have to engage in code switching on a daily basis. And uh, if they don't, they will oftentimes be seen as not being, uh, as being unprofessional, as being um, behind the curve as, you know, if you're working for in business, this is something that often happens in which you have to change the way you, you speak, especially if you're a minority. I mean, I personally know this. You know, I, I've seen or I've heard of stories of immigrants coming into this country just looking into a mirror and practicing how to properly uh, get a point across that they won't be seen as uh, less than or uh I guess, be taken less seriously in general. So I do think that bringing up code switching brings up, also brings up this healthy conversation. Um, however, I, I don't know if it's particularly relevant in this scenario. Um, now, though she was code switching, I don't know if that is a justification just based on her status now as not just only a minority, but as a politician, um, 
look, there was a hashtag that started in response to this by a, a black Fox News commentator. Um, hashtag we don't talk like that. Um, look, a lot of people, when Hillary Clinton did this, got on her. I mean, if President Trump were to do this, I think people would... I don't even know the type of news cycle uh, that would emerge after that. Um, obviously, those are two white politicians compared to uh, Representative Ocasio-Cortez, who is a Latino. Um, but if, if I'm just looking at it from a separate perspective, I would just say, obviously, when you're talking to different crowds, there are certain points that you may want to emphasize more, right? So if you're talking to a crowd of a bunch of army vets, you might want to talk about defense spending. You might want to talk about getting our troops out of this, this, and that country. That might be what's important if you're talking to a group of uh, um, black people, there are certain points you may want to emphasize with them. If you're talking to a bunch of white elderly folks, there are certain points you may want to emphasize with them. So I understand adjusting your message to sort of fit uh, a narrative you may be trying to sell to the people you're talking to. I get that. That's basic politics 101. I would say, though, that everyone should just talk the way that they talk, especially if you're a politician. Now, I understand using code switching in other uh, capacities because some people have to code switch in order to just get by. Really, it, it's, it's, it's incredibly saddening when you think about that, that people have to change the way they are to fit into a certain mold to be accepted, to be taken seriously. That happens in business, that happens in school. I get that. But as a politician for Representative Ocasio-Cortez, I think it's impeccable that, you know, I, I think it's, 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 the utmost importance for her to maintain that authenticity because that is her selling point, especially to many of these progressive young Democrats. It's that, look, she's one of us. She was a bartender a couple of years ago. And she's proud of it. This is something that she takes pride in because that connects her to the average person. And I think just politically speaking, from a, strictly from a political perspective, if I was someone on her team, I would say, just talk the way that you talk. Right, there's no need for you to change the way in which you are talking. I under, again, I understand you may be emphasizing and focusing on different things based on who you are talking to, but that shouldn't change the way that you are talking. And look, as a fellow minority that I am, I believe that you should just, if you're a politician, again, if you're in her shoes, there is no real excuse for you to code switch. There is no need for you to code switch. Um, people take her words seriously for who she is. Again, it, it, I, I agree that there is a real problem here with code switching, and I'm glad that Representative Ocasio-Cortez, Congresswoman Ocasio-Cortez, is bringing this to light. But I think this sort of just goes hand in hand with oftentimes, and look, I, I applaud her for what she's been able to do at a young age and getting this involved. Um, and I think it's, it's a great message for young Democrats, young Republicans across the country about getting involved early at a young age um, and you know, really having a real impact without having to lean on big supporters, big donors, influence, to be the everyday average person and to still have a voice. I, I, I really applaud her for that. But <clears throat> something I've noticed over the past couple of months since she was sworn in as Congresswoman of New York 14 is I, I feel like she has this problem of jumping into things a little too quickly. And again, she's 29 years old, right? As a 29-year-old, you are not going to be the leader 
that you want to be, right? That you, there are just too many things you still have to figure out about yourself. You're never going to be that perfect ideal leader that you want to be, whether you're 29 or you know 59 or however old you are. Um, but I do think that sometimes her lack of experience in the political arena starts to show in these types of cases. Uh, I'll give you an example when I what I mean by jumping into things a little too quickly. Um, so beyond just using code switching as justification for how she spoke to that African-American audience. Um, I remember on the campaign trail when she was uh, campaigning for uh, her seat in Congress, she made a comment about Israel and Palestine. And she essentially, and her stance wasn't really that out there in the sense that it was that Israelis should stop uh, building settlements on what is Palestinian land. It wasn't that crazy. It's, it's, a, it's a stance that's shared by a lot of Americans, a lot of people around the world. Um, so that's not really what it was that kind of got me. What got me was that when she went on PBS and they asked her about it, she kind of stopped and said, well, look, I'm not an expert on the field, so I can't, I, I can't really answer on this. And look, no one's asking for you to be an expert on this. All we're asking for is for you to provide justification for your stance. Right, no politician is an expert on every single sector: the economy, healthcare, guns, defense spending, taxes, whatever it is, uh, social rights, abortion, Planned Parenthood funding. I mean, I can go on and on. No president, no politician, no congresswoman, congressman, senator are experts in all of these fields. But you got to know enough to be able to defend your stance. Um, and I, the reason I bring that little story up is I, I feel like this is her jumping into things a little too quickly, right? Code switching is a very important conversation to have, 100%. I, I, am, I, I don't think anyone really would dispute that. It is a real thing. And it's something that we have to, as a country, sort of reflect on and say, are there standards that we have, that have been arbitrarily created by us, by a, a higher class than us? that are holding other people back. It's a real conversation to have. But I I don't think that it's wise to have that conversation in this context. I think, if anything, it it makes it seem like she is leaning on her status as a minority, leaning on her status um, as a Latino American to get by with this, to essentially use this as an excuse for why she changed the way that she spoke. If anything, I would say, like, if I were her, bringing up code switching, I understand that. It sort of diverts attention from what she actually did, which I don't think was that bad. There are a lot of people who are going off about this, uh, calling this, you know, racism. And I I don't believe that. I I really don't buy into that. I think it's more so a situation of she's up on a stage. She's speaking in front of a lot of people. It's nerve-wracking. She wants to figure out more ways to connect with the audience. I never found it. I never found it. I mean, I, I think it's wrong, but I never found it like I don't think Hillary Clinton, when she did that, was trying to be outwardly racist. I, maybe it is, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't dispute that, but I don't think that was her intention. Again, my real stance on this is I understand the problem of code switching. And again, I'm glad that Congresswoman Ocasio Cortez brought this up and sort of to advance the conversation on this. But at the same time, I, I don't think it really applies in this context. And, and I, I don't believe that. If you're a congressman or a congresswoman, I, you know, or if you're a senator, whatever you are, president, whatever type of po- level of politician you are, I think more than anything, it's important that you speak the way that you speak in general. 
you don't change that. I think that's what's of utmost priority, really. Um, so thank you. Um, and yeah, that's the end of the episode. Keep you posted for more.